Is this charging or not charging? Because I have yeah. it plugged in. Yeah, it's got oh, the little plug, thing. plug icon. You're good. And the light oh, is on. So. It was not doing Wait, its little thing. Like, like, yeah, the light is yeah. on if it's charged. Okay, cool. You're good. Right. Awesome. Are we ready? Yeah, we're ready. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go. Uh, welcome back to Jeff and Jaysh. Can't not giggle at that, can we? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of us can. Um, bummer deal, Jeff. Still not here. <laughs> nope. I'm trying to sound sad every time. Je- Nathan's filling in again, as per usual. Not surprised there. Um, Madison, you're on this time. Thanks hey for seeing you. me again. Yep. Smooth. Yeah. I once caught a fish this big. (laughs) Um, Welcome back to the PDA cast. (laughs) We're going to shut this one down now. (laughs) Thanks for watching. (laughs) Uh, Nathan's on tech, killing it. That's awesome. What? You just said Nathan's on tech. Austin's on tech. Thank you. He has a I'm name. I'm sorry, everybody. I don't know what I'm doing on this show. It's all right. Hey, we all have those days. Mm-hmm. I did that a couple episodes yeah. ago. I think it's the wings. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, who knows? Um, who knows? But anyway, um, some weird song playing on my Spotify. Home. Is it? Okay. <laughs> I think I know which one. <laughs> it's, it's actually not butts. <laughs> uh, but we're not here to talk about butts. Anyway, we're here right. to talk about weird dreams. That was the topic weird I had written on our little Google dreams. sticky note like six months ago. Not really. We haven't been shooting for six months. But yeah. um, but it hasn't... I mean, we, we kind of tossed around the idea about talking about it, but none of us had like any super good stories. Super. I had one or two that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. But then Madison has done a bunch of research for us in Weird Dreams. So yeah. maybe let's do this. If we want to start by going around and everyone share like one weird dream they've okay. had, if you have one. Okay. And then once we're done with that, Madison, if you want to talk a little bit about the neuroscience or neurology of we're it. We're going to talk about the theory of why we dream. Okay. Ooh. And then we're going to talk about what happens in our brains when we dream. Okay. In a very abbreviated sense, I'm going to sure. give you I'll, a, I'll give you how much bones. time you have left <laughs> once we're done cool. talking about them. So yeah. Austin, start us off, my yes. good man. Weird dream you've had. Weird dream. I would say the weirdest dream is a dream that I had a while back. (laughs) I had a dream (laughs) once. Um, So, I mean, the the content of the dream was not so weird. I was doing some electrical work in the hospital on their breaker panel and was not supposed to be there apparently because I was hiding from people and (laughs) yanking cables out and all this good stuff. Dude, so are you doing work on the breaker panel or sabotaging it? I'm not sure what my intent was at that point. So this is what I was doing. I then, uh, with my dad. So I was doing it with him. I then went from the hospital downtown to Doc and Nelson and went in the building there. That was the extent of the dream. Okay. You summarized. So you went from sabotaging a hospital to visiting a funeral home. Exactly. And that was it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, very summarized, but that is weird. I will say it's the normal like dream where you're here and then you're there and kind of bounce around and stuff. Yeah. I wake up. I say, Colin, I dreamt this dream. He was like, dude, that's like almost what I dreamt. (laughs) He was like, I was in a house and I wasn't supposed to be there. I was sneaking around and I was doing electrical work with my dad. 
Oh. <laughs> what? Uh-huh. Wait, with your dad? Yes, with my dad. So same person. He's like, I was doing electrical work. It was like an outlet cover off over there, and I was working on the switch with a low voltage side box. Too. I mean, he had like d- way too many details. And he's like, and then we went downtown to Doc and Nelson. What? Wait a second. Yes, you didn't totally. Oh. So are you he sure he didn't go in the building when he got to Dawkins? So that's a little difference there. He drove to it, and that was that was the end of it there. Was Leonardo DiCaprio there, perchance, <laughs> 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 suggesting things to you about what to do with your estate? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Did somehow, you start turning sideways <laughs> for both of these? Um, Inceptions. He needed your dad there as well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that is that is that fascinating. Is that is the weirdest weird. thing that has ever happened. So oh, you both that's weird, fun, like, weird these are so electrical work with my dad, both in suspicious circumstances, and then going to the same location afterwards, and that was very confusing. On the that same night. Weird. Yes, the oh, same that's night. Super weird. Yeah. Well, okay, so what did you both do that day? I can't remember. But did you do the same thing together? I don't believe so. Oh, do you but. frequently work with your dad? No. Does okay, he? that's weird. What? Does he? No. Neither of us. I mean, oh. I mean I'll mean, i do some, but... Do you Colin, frequently okay. visit that store? Uh, what? Doc and Nelson? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a store. It's a funeral home. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I, I do. I don't know if Colin ever has. I do tech work there. Oh. Okay. okay. But it's I don't think Colin there ever so often. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool place to hang yeah, out. Exactly. The people listen. Okay. That's just really, really bizarre. That is super weird. Huh. So that's been the weirdest experience. I okay, think, of, that might of be that's, number one. That's top weird. To be honest, that's fun. or like the the where you dream something and then like six months later you're doing something IRL, and you're like, whoa, this it's is just, just like, that, like dream. that dream. It's like a deja vu, but like yeah, but the dream other way. Vu, yeah. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that made the sense. landing. <laughs> All right, Josh. Wow, I don't. I can top I that, actually, Josh. I can't top that. To tell you the truth. Because as soon as you brought this up as a topic, I was like, dang it. I don't remember my dreams. Cause I, oh. like, do you I'm never not, remember them or do well, you have them? Like, no, do you not I, have them? So here's, here's what I think. I'm convinced that part of remembering dreams is sharing dreams right away. And if oh. you don't, you forget it. This okay. is true. Okay. Um, and so I don't share my dreams. Because I don't talk to people in the morning. Sure. So it's <laughs> Not because I don't want people to know my dreams. I mean, there's some dreams. It's like, I'm sure that was weird enough that I don't want to share that with someone. Sure. Um, but so I, I just don't remember a whole lot of dreams. Um, uh, I think weird question. Do you yeah. still have your tonsils? Yes. Okay. Why? Sometimes that makes a difference. Really? Like when my sister got her tonsils taken out, she stopped dreaming. Oh, and the, the doctor told her that might happen. Oh, that's so strange. What? But you still have them. I still have tonsils. Okay. But um, you just, I do have dreams and often I'll wake up like that was so weird. And then try to think about it and I forget it. It just sort of um, dissolves while right. you think. It's like exactly. you're thinking it to death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. It's, mm-hmm. It really is. Because I just. I hope like, you cover this, Madison, why that happens. I do. Oh, good. Okay. Because cool. literally this <laughs> summer I had just the weirdest dream I remember having in such a long time. And now I'm like, I don't know what it was. And I'm really bummed because it was super weird. Like I was just like, I woke up and I literally verbally said, that was weird. And there's no one in the room. No one else. In, I don't. It was just like just to myself out loud. I was like, that was weird. But I don't remember it. So I would just have to go back to kind of a night. It wasn't, it was more just a nightmare. Okay. I'll just have that to share because I remember sure. it super clearly still was, um, um, because Let's I shared it immediately. Re-traumatize you yeah. by bringing <laughs> well, this up. I mean, I'm not traumatized by it anymore because it was partly caused by an animated movie. 
So not that scary. Okay, now I really want to hear it. Oh, okay, so, so um, did you guys ever see The Black Cauldron when you were little kids? No, oh. I've never heard of it. Yes, no. okay, you I've have seen, seen parts of okay. it. Uh-huh. So it's, My mom wouldn't let me watch it because yeah. she thought it would scare me. Oh, it's scary. <laughs> she was right. <laughs> Obviously, I had nightmares. I don't remember what the whole point is. There's just this evil guy with a black cauldron. There's a kid like who's cauldron. trying to steal about it like back, right? Washing yes. your lettuce in it. Oh no! No, like a magic That's a colander. Colander, no, yeah, <laughs> okay. a big old like a cauldron. What you put like Got it. stuff in for? Yeah, weird that's a lot more evil. Magical yeah, potions. like witches, witches cauldron. Yeah, I'm imagining okay. him aggressively <laughs> washing a salad. Austin, your mic's about to pop out. Ooh, but, but um, okay. So the black. Cauldron. So the black cauldron is like this super. I don't know. Apparently, there's something significant about it and evil magic. And this guy with this giant skull mask wants to get it, and this boy has to stop him. But just the the evil figure, like he didn't ever have a, like I never saw him, his face, but he had this skull on his head and these horns popping out and this giant like purplish black robe and just a very scary looking dude, like reddish eyes. And I had a nightmare about him and I think it kind of woke me up, but I was still kind of sleeping, but I'm freaked out and I'm downstairs in my house and um, I'm like five. So I'm like, mom and dad are going to solve this. Um, <laughs> but at the time I'm still like kind of dreaming. So I step out of my bedroom and there in the um, kind of rec room downstairs is the evil guy from black culture oh, no. <laughs> just standing in my house. What? <laughs> and I'm like, I like just in my mind, I'm just seeing this crystal clear is this evil guy from black, the black cauldron just standing and looking at me from the rec room as I'm stepping out of my bedroom and my parents are upstairs. So I like, sprinted so fast upstairs i'm pretty sure i probably cried because it was so frightening to see like i had a nightmare about this guy he was in a movie and then all of a sudden he's in my house like no oh dude (laughs) and um so that's the most memorable weird dream thing nightmare for me um wow it ended there when i crawled in my mom and dad's bedroom and they said it's fine and i fell asleep on their bed because you know they make everything safe so huh so okay but I was expecting you to say that you waking up and seeing this thing was like part of another dream. Oh, it was like you dreamt no. you had gotten up and seen him. Yeah. So but, you, but you imagined him, or it was yeah, like a I cardboard think I still, cut out from the theater. <laughs> no, I was just tired enough that I like imagined him. But okay. I'm like, dude, There's pretty darn convinced. Technical that he was there. phrase for that, Ooh. and I don't know how to pronounce it, Nathan. Remember oh, this we is the one you told me to up? pronounce in yeah. the coffee shop, and I made a fool of myself. And non. Put it up on the screen, I want to say. Anognirognosis. It is when you are awake, but you can't actually tell if you're dreaming or awake. So uh, there's a technical term. It doesn't happen to just you. It's really rare. And it's usually associated with psychotic issues. But but it does happen. I think we diagnosed that like six episodes ago, though. So I'm psychotic. (laughs) There's so many things to be afraid of in this world, Madison. Yeah. And now there's one more. Yeah, now there's mm-hmm. one more. That's me. weird. So anyway, I'm I thought, afraid of Josh. <laughs> thought I'd let you know that. There you go. Not unheard so, of. Yeah, that was that was but my scary. weirdest dream. Still scary. Yeah, it was a frightening one. Yeah, I didn't like it. No, hmm. I didn't. I like haven't. I literally actually haven't seen the Black Cauldron since we saw it that one time because of that nightmare. I, I think now I'd mm-hmm. watch it fine, but I'm just like. So like, no. Am I hearing like a really great prank would be to dress up as that guy and stand by your bed? I think <laughs> just you standing by my bed period would be good enough prank. So yeah, that would really freak me the heck out. Sweet. 
All right. Yeah, make sure I the like door is locked every night. Now. I'll talk to Jack and Scott. <laughs> See what we Scott can work would do out. It. Scott would let them. Jack would sit on his shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talk. They'd be all about it. Those yeah. guys are mean. So. so I don't, I have a weird dream pretty much every night. Like when it's I wake, true. when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, Nathan, you won't believe what happened last night. <laughs> You're right. I won't. <laughs> yeah. And then I proceed to tell him a weird dream. But thinking over this, like, I'm going to be honest. I think most of my weirdest dreams that were less like reality based were when I was a child. And a lot of them were actually nightmares. So I think like, um, the most vivid weird dream was just really kind of, <laughs> I've got a couple of them, but the one that comes to mind, I was in a Mayan temple with my Ooh, friends and we got like through all of the booby traps and then found the Aztec gold, opened the lid, and then a giant rock monster came alive and tried to smash us all. And he started oh, no. smashing through the walls of the temple. So it all started crumbling and we had to run out of there before we got the Aztec gold. I think and I've seen I this episode up. of Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, that was probably like my most exciting, Ooh. I would say original. That's awesome. Dream. It, it was sounds an, a lot like, yeah. like an Indiana Jones with a lot more like supernatural. Supernatural. Stuff. Yeah, I'd agree. But even more than normal Indiana <laughs> Jones. Brian Foreman. He's yeah. leaving me voicemails. But that sounds really fun, Madison. Yeah, it that was. sounds like Was it scary true. though? Were you scared at the Did time? Did you have no. a hat, a satchel and a whip? Nope, unfortunately ah, not. I was dressed in nuts. my, I think, like a purple shirt. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like seven, so. So you were like Illinois Jane. Yeah. It was the much less exciting version of Indiana Jones. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Illinois Jane. Uh-huh. Cleveland Jane. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be honest, though. I'm surprised we made it that far. <laughs> Made it all the way yeah. into the temple. Did you remember all the booby traps and stuff too? Like dreaming there, all of that? I think or there did was you just a wait? penitent man shall pass. No, there was a rope bridge at one point okay. that I had to cross. And yeah. then I think some like arrows, arrow darts. Sure. And then Makes the sense. fact that we didn't have any lights and had to like navigate all oh, the yeah. things in the dark. Okay. I would be so dead. Yeah, I was. Honestly, if there are arrows at any point, <clears throat> yeah. I would be dead. Yeah. Done for. And Because that okay. sounds fun. I, I do have a question. Well, maybe Nathan should tell his green, but... The, then I want to know, like, have you guys ever had any lucid dreams? As in, like, can you control your dream self? Oh, no. No? No? I, I kind of did once, and I got so excited I woke up. Because <laughs> I was like, I can fly. Oh, I was like, I was like, no. So, no. Okay. Have I've you? Been, I've, yeah. The closest I've Super been fun. is at one point in a dream, I was like, I am dreaming right now. And just knew. Yeah. But it didn't change anything. In the you didn't. Yeah. Okay. I didn't take advantage of the fact that I was aware I was dreaming. You just went to school. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I had. Forgot my pants again. <laughs> that doesn't only happen in Josh's dreams, though. True. <laughs> what, what were you saying, Madison? Oh, I had an entire lucid dream where um, I'd, I'd just watched the X Men movies. And you know that character with the angel wings on his back? Yeah. Yes. I was that guy, Ooh. but a girl version. And I just, like kicked butt the entire dream it was nice. great i flew all over i had a mace Ooh. that i swung around it was a it was a great time nice. you're gonna say i had mace that i sprayed around oh. is, a, <laughs> is a mace like a stick with a chain and a spiky ball or just a spiky ball on the end of a stick i thought it was just a spiky ball on the end of the stick okay so that's what i think there's what's the difference yeah. with the chain one well because then it's know. like the chain one you can like swing, right. It, swing right? it right is there a different name for that i don't know i, I feel like I, there should be wait 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 i think that's a flail oh right that sounds right Okay, yep. I just remember always being confused between the two, but mm-hmm. I think a mace... Okay, anyways. I'll roll with that. Austin, have you had a losing dream? Your yeah. eyes kind of lit up. I don't think so, no. Okay. I think similar to you, like, like this is a dream. I woke up. Gotcha. Bum. What would you do 
if you found out you were lucid dreaming? Like, what's the first thing you would try? Ooh. And I've heard that a way to do that is look in a mirror. And if you can't see yourself, it's a dream. Or look at writing, and if you can't read it, it's a dream. <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, super I'm serious. I've heard that that's true. It but. is. It makes sense. Those parts of your brain are shut off. Or it means you're in a video game and they were too lazy to render the reflection. <laughs> exactly. Because it's, it's hard to do. You're in the so matrix. Or the matrix. That's true. See, that's that's one of my one of my biggest fears. Not, is that what not, is that like, not like fully real fear, but like, what if this is all a dream? Then like, make the most of this dream, Austin. Exactly. My <laughs> life doesn't change. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's true. Like, well, what if a chunk of a day was a dream and you didn't realize that and even you didn't realize it afterwards and you thought it was real but no one else knew about that or things like that gotcha huh. well just chalk it up to being forgetful and hope nobody exactly. holds it against you <laughs> um i don't have nightmares ever oh, i can really? never remember never having had, had one wow. wow in the classical sense of a nightmare where there's like some monster chasing me or something i have instead Dreams where I'm put in a real world scenario because my dreams are never supernatural. They're always like a realistic thing that could happen. Wow. But the nightmare ones are when the situation is really uncomfortable and unpleasant. Uh, <laughs> and you tell the, the I have a couple. I mean, Can should tell I tell the them bar- both? I want to tell, yeah, tell the Barney story. Okay, well, here's one. <laughs> Jess Marusak, when I told her about this, she laughed till she cried. So <laughs> this was terrible, though. I really did not like this dream. And this was one of my nightmares. I had a dream that I was at the church. I was in the back over by the, uh, like that glass room for babies to go into, to be quiet or to be loud, whatever. (laughs) Uh, the cry room is what it's called. And, uh, it was like a Tuesday afternoon or something. And there were a bunch of homeless people there, um, just sitting in the pews. It must've been some kind of outreach type deal. And for some reason, Barney was there (laughs) (laughs) or a guy in a Barney suit obviously, but he was feeding them all mac and cheese and Brussels sprouts, like, like spoon feeding? feeding them. Like he had a Tupperware that he was like spooning it into their mouths. And he was like talking to them in the Barney voice. Like, there you go. Like the, I don't know how Barney's voice sounds, but he was doing it. And it was just, I was sitting there kind of in the same section. Um, but they were just not acknowledging me. And I was like, I shouldn't be here. Like, this is something I'm not supposed to bear witness to. Um, and I have no, like I shouldn't be seeing this right now. And it was so awkward and it lasted like 20 minutes. And I was just like, I woke up like sweating. I was just like, that was my nightmare. But the weird dream I had that sparked this whole idea of talking about this was I had a dream about Josh. Ooh. I, Josh, Josh, did I tell you this dream? I don't know if you have. I think I teased it and I was like, we'll talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, and then we didn't talk about it for like a couple months. Yeah. But here's, here's the dream, Josh, okay. that we've been hyping up. So, I had a dream. We were at a summer camp. This was shortly after you and I were at summer camp, but we were campers instead of counselors. Nice. And (laughs) there was, uh, there was this girl that you really liked. Of course. But you had had been trying to talk her up the whole weekend and it wasn't working. And you had made a reference to a really obscure movie and she did not take it well because she was like, what are you talking about? Nobody's seen that movie. And so then you came to me and you were like, Nathan, listen, 
I need you to start referencing this one really obscure movie as much as possible so she would think that other people have seen that movie. So then, whenever we were all together in a circle of friends, I would start referencing this, like saying with these really bizarre quotes that you had told me to say because I hadn't seen the movie, just to try to get her to like you. And I can't remember if it worked or not. It was like this weird, like repeated different scenarios or conversations where I'm trying to sneak these weird references in. (laughs) And I was really uncomfortable the whole time. <laughs> like, Josh, you, this better be worth it. <laughs> so there you go. That was well, my weird dream I had about you, Josh. Fun. So I'm really starting to realize that your fear is being in awkward social situations. Is that true? Yeah, and the worst part <laughs> is it happens all the time. <laughs> it's like actual nightmares could never happen or come true, and I do constantly. <laughs> but like to be fair, they're like so far. I mean, I guess the Josh one could happen. Yeah. I, could I was going to say, we can make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> but the Barney one would never happen. No. Well, I mean, we could, we could make I mean that's happen. the worst part is it could. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, um, I don't know why I've never had a supernatural dream. You know, like just nothing, everything that happens. Like I have so many dreams where I'm just go to work. Um, but the weirdest thing is same as you, as soon as, if I don't, if I don't talk about it, it melts away yeah, immediately. Mm-hmm. But I will oftentimes wake up from a dream, write it down on my phone and fall back asleep and not remember doing that at all. So I'll wake up to a a sticky note on my phone that has a bizarre thing written in it. And I'm (laughs) like, what the crap is this? (laughs) It's all that Barney one was one I found on a sticky note. I just read it back and I was like, what in the world? (laughs) So, but I had written it in, I should find that note because I I think it was on my iPhone. So I lost it because it was in the notes, but it was, um, yeah, it was in such vivid detail that I kind of brought it back a little bit, but I had written like a giant paragraph about it. So sometimes you do wake up too in the middle of the night and you're just like, that was the worst dream. And then you're just gone. And I was like, really? Oh, really? <laughs> well, the other yeah. night you woke up and you were like, you said, what is this? And I said, what are you talking about? Because I had turned the AC pump like it just ran, run and woke you up halfway and then you started reaching up in the air and you're like, what is that? And I was like, there's nothing there. And you sat up and you were going, what is this? And you were reaching around and I was like, there's nothing there. And then you just went like straight back to down. The worst and you were gone. Oh, that's to awesome. share a room with, for yeah. real. So but you're really honest when you're asleep and I'll be like, Madison, are you dreaming? And you'll be like, or are you asleep? And you'll be like, yes. Like, or you'll say something and I'll be like, Madison, are you lying to me? And she'll be like, yes. <laughs> so at least you tell me the truth when I ask you about it, Solid. if you're actually asleep. So, but we're, we're, we're running. Okay. We got about 10 minutes. Okay. A little more. Okay. Let's talk about, so, about dreams. dreams. Science. Okay. So why do you guys think that we dream? Because okay. your brain still works. Here's the theory <laughs> that I think I've heard. Okay. Your eyeballs are fluttering really fast. Wait, I told you about this. No, last I knew week. about this. Oh, okay. Okay. I think that when you fall asleep and your eyeballs, eyeballs start moving, it makes your brain think you see stuff, which then you see stuff. Yeah, it has is to that, account for something. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. like, what is all this stuff coming from my eyes? I think just the, the fact that they're shaking creates impulses along that nerve. Yeah. Am I on to something? Is that right? Uh, kind of. Kind of. It's like part of it. I'm sorry. There's okay. no simple uh, Makes neurology. Sense there's no simple, straightforward answer <laughs> yeah. to this. Not simple, straightforward thing. No. Yes. Sure. Austin, do you have any thoughts? I, I don't really. I, I okay. always assumed it had something to do with something you previously done. That, mixed yeah. together with other things and then added a sense of not reality. Yeah. Mm. Well, to be honest, we actually don't know why we dream, but I want Let's to wrap present it up, to you 
I want to present to you the two most probable theories and okay. then one really old one. I'm excited. So it started with really, we've been thinking about why we dream for forever, right? Sure. But one of the most uh, prominent modern models is the psychoanalytical model. And it kind of developed in the early 1900s. And this is when Carl Jung and Sigmund Freud, have you guys ever heard of Freud? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Freud began to like analyze dreams to try to get to the bottom of mental illness. And basically what they believed was that um, during your waking hours, you repress emotions and thoughts, and then they come out in your uh, dreams as your subconscious. And then it's the like psychologist's job to try to interpret those dreams. And that's how you got a whole bunch of weird like Freudian psychology with weird interpretations mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So they thought that everything meant something. They thought that everything meant something. Okay. Yes. And that um, it represented like hidden thoughts or emotions that then you had to go and fix in order to get rid of these weird dreams or like uncomfortable feelings. Okay. Hmm. I mean, I guess I could see why they thought that because it's like your brain came up with it. Yeah. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And then basically um, more recently, we have a, now a purely neurological model is what I'm calling it. And the PNM. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's not the official name, but that's what it like, is now. It is now. <laughs> okay. But this is from an article called Do Dreams Really Mean Anything? Some Neurologists Think Dreams Don't Mean a Thing by David B. Feldman, PhD. One of the main reasons we sleep may be to allow the brain to consolidate and organize our memories. Much like computers must periodically optimize their hard disks, our brains must continuously consolidate the memories we have stored. You can think of it as a kind of neurological house cleaning, sweeping away the unnecessary experiences from the the previous day and storing the important ones more securely. Although not all researchers agree, many think that dreams may be unintended consequences of these and other underlying neurological processes. Harvard psychiatrists um, Hobson and McCarley, for instance, propose that as various brain circuits become active during the night, this triggers sensations, emotions, and memories all of which are essentially random. Given that we're meaning-making creatures, however, our brains assemble all of this underlying activity into a story. But this story doesn't actually mean anything. It's simply an attempt to make sense of neural activity that has taken place. This is why dreams seem so illogical and strange. Huh. But how come most of my dreams are logical and they're just everyday things? I think it's like what they were saying. Is it because I'm super boring? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see. It's a flip. (laughs) I think that was like part of like the, your brain is trying to figure out what's important and what's not about your experiences. So basically what I'm hearing is that it's like a defragmentation going wrong every night. (laughs) And you're left with a bunch of unallocated memory that's just garbage. It really makes me like curious. This model like doesn't really explain the Barney dream. No. I mean, that is really weird, though. <laughs> but why Barney and why hobos? Two of my greatest fears. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a great okay. question. And the next theory is neurocognitive model, which I think is kind of where I lean. Uh, Tor Nielsen and Ross Levin have proposed a theory midway between Freud's almost magical symbol-based system of dream analysis and the view that dreams are simply random. Their perspective, the neurocognitive model of dreaming, is complicated and impossible to completely explain here. Makes sense. (laughs) Although this story still states that dreams are closely tied to neurological memory consolidation processes, that doesn't mean they're random. Instead, they believe the stories our our brains weave from seemingly random dream images are guided, at least in part, by our emotional states. 
which makes me interested in what your emotional state was when you were dreaming about Barney. Not wanting to be in an awkward <laughs> scenario. <laughs> Must be it. That's what it always is. <laughs> For instance, as the amount of negative experiences in our waking life rises, the probability of having bad dreams also rise. This may be why people who have experienced trauma are more susceptible to nightmares than others. According to this theory, an important function of dreams is what the researchers term, quote, fear extinction. That is, dreams help us process our stressful experiences in a healthy way, putting them to rest so we're not overwhelmed with negative feelings during our waking lives. Interesting. When the process is working properly, dreams, are, dreams use the stresses and waking concerns of our lives as source material, taking them apart and reassembling them into odd but generally harmless stories, a procedure which ultimately allows us to move past them. So that sounds like something Nathan get past Harbos and Barney. <laughs> I don't know. Did Why do we keep Barney coming back to me? <laughs> Did Barney, Barney traumatize you as a child? No, I loved Barney. You loved Barney? Did you? What about hobos? Do hobos traumatize you? No, I always feel like I should. <laughs> no. Like sometimes I will um, buy an extra loaf of bread at Walmart and then give it to the hobo. Like okay. PB&J materials. But I am kind of scared of them, especially after the Portland honeymoon we went on when we went down to that Voodoo Donuts and there were just hobos everywhere. I, that was real scary. Didn't like that. But uh, Was the no, hobos everywhere dream after that? No, no, it was not. It was before we were married. Mm -hmm. So I thought I was going to draw a connection. I don't know. I don't (laughs) think I can't think of any like super negative hobo experience I've had. (laughs) Maybe hobo spider. I'm not sure. (laughs) But uh, I I don't know. Madison, I don't know what to tell you about my dream. But that is that is interesting, though, that it's I mean, it makes sense that it's so hard to figure out why we dream because it's just randomness that happens and we aren't sure about it. Mm -hmm. Please excuse my dog. She's yeah. just chilling, chewing on her leg in the middle of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. So essentially what we learned is they don't know. They don't know, but they think... But there's theories. I think like, so based on my neuroscience study, the brain is like always doing something and we never understand really fully what it's doing because there are actually different like networks, which are just like connections of brain areas that are always fluctuating and they either, they fluctuate in relation to each other. So when one is really active, the other is quiet. And Hmm. when the other one becomes active, the other one gets quiet, if that Hmm. makes sense. Quick question then. Mm -hmm. Is it true that we only use 10% of our brain? Because people say that all the time and I'm like, I can't. No, your brain is like, it's always working. Okay. Yeah. Who who started that? I don't know. I think somebody who wanted to feel like they had limitless potential because that's <laughs> shout out to the movie limitless, limitless. yep <laughs> pretty good movie other than when he like drinks some blood it. yeah it's weird that one that's worth watching weird. probably <laughs> honest all right it sounds weird yeah especially with the drinking blood thing you just you'll go. understand when you watch it okay yeah we don't want to spoil it movie anything. night speaking <laughs> yeah. of which we got to do our movie podcast at some yeah. point yeah but okay yeah interesting well, all right so how are we doing on time real quick before we move yeah on? we got like five minutes five minutes to talk about right I have no clue. Well, cool. all right. <laughs> We're losing all of Do you, are you guys interested at all in the neurology of dreaming? Yes. Um, Hit me. Do it. Josh was <laughs> yawning during the last Josh, paragraph you read. You can. Yeah. So we're going to put him to bed right now. I like, yes. Okay. Maybe Just, have a dream about if you could like this. summarize that big old paragraph. This one? Yeah. Okay. So basically, I will read you this quick quote because okay. I think it's interesting. All around the world, dreams are dominated by personal concerns. More than 70% of dreams are personal, typically dramatized 
enactments of significant personal concerns about the past, present, or future. They f the frequency of a given topic reflects the intensity of that concern in the dreamer's life. So, hmm. somewhat random fact that I found really interesting, that it's usually self-referential. Um, basically, what happens when you dream is you have two networks that are always in flux and competing against each other, no matter what you're doing throughout the day. One of them is called the Central Executive Network, and it's the one that's kind of aware of your outside stimuli. So like your, your sight, your um, sound, your, what you're receiving, touch, everything mm -hmm. like that. The other one is called the Default Mode Network, which is what you'd kind of consider like yourself. It's like the network that's responsible for self-referential thoughts, like memories, everything that kind of ignores external stimuli and is like you thinking almost mm. your um, inner being almost yeah kind bean. of like that <laughs> yes yeah so we have a bean it's a garbanzo <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry that's okay continue um i'm being rude so what happens um this uh information is from an article called um new neurocognitive theory of dreaming links dreams to mind wandering so basically what happens when you dream is like, it's almost like daydreaming when your brain just starts to wander <sighs> and then it just goes a step farther. Okay. So basically what happens, those two networks, the central executive network kind of gets dampened down as your um, default mode network, your self network gets ramped up. Okay. So, um, so your brain just kind of goes where it might go if you let it. Mm -hmm. But yeah. we just consciously keep it in check during the day. Yeah, because the central executive network and all the stimuli are like grabbing your attention. So those hmm. two are always kind of in flux. Because if you notice, like you very rarely have a sight or a sound when it grabs your attention that you aren't then thinking about. Right? Sure. True. Yeah. So the uh, central executive network is when you receive that sight and sound. And then your default n mode network pops on and you like process it and you think about it. Okay, so since so, we're constantly receiving stimuli, our brains aren't allowed to daydream. Yeah, usually. basically. And mm. like something is always usually grabbing your attention, right? Okay. Like but, I'm hungry even. Yeah, even if and it's then not you'll like a, snap to default mode network and you'll be like, okay, what am I going to eat? And then as you're walking to the fridge, you're like, okay, now I need to open the <coughs> fridge, touch the fridge, another stimulus, you mm, know, kind sure. of. It's just a constant interaction between those two. Okay. And then when you start to dream the default mode network just becomes more and more and more prominent until um, the attentional networks go down and the vigilance salience network. That is, sounds like a security system. It yeah. is. <laughs> Seriously. It's your, it's your like red alert system. That oh, one is yeah. always on. <laughs> Let's start yeah. a security company. I would yeah. do this. Vigilance salience incorporated. That's a good idea. I would do that. Let's do this. <laughs> We know um, nothing about security. No. <laughs> Someone's going to steal our idea. But the attention network Do goes it. down, but that one actually stays okay. And that's why you can like, if you hear a loud bang, that's why you wake up. Okay. Because that one's uh, always going. Ah. So and that one. Okay. So it just constantly stays. That one. Yeah. In. So parts are constantly on, mm. including that one. Um, but then finally your sensory, all of most of your sensory network is just gone. And then your imagery network actually becomes stronger as your mind starts to wander. Whoa. So that part of your brain just boots up. And that is when um, you begin to dream. Huh. Hmm. Isn't that weird? 
Very weird. So if I understand it correctly, then there's no real difference as far as your brain is concerned between seeing something and your brain imagining you saw something. Like if, if it's, there's like a specific, remember that weird word that I mentioned earlier? Yeah. No, um, but yeah, the, I don't remember uh, the, I don't remember the I word, remember the but word yeah, either, no, it's about. super hard, but, um, that happens when that part of your brain that's responsible for differentiating between dream and reality doesn't work. Okay. And mm. you get confusion between dream and reality. So there's a network that realizes, Hey, this, um, imagery that I am quote unquote seeing is created by self or external stimuli. Ah, so your brain can process it. There's a part of your brain that does that. But if you were just looking, this this area, by the way, is at the back of your brain, the image stuff. If you're just looking at the back of your brain, then no, there wouldn't. There doesn't seem to be a significant difference. Okay. Interesting. Cool. In mm. Well, there you go. I think that's all the time we yeah. have, but thanks for sharing that. Yeah. That was yeah. good research. Super cool. Uh, yep. That I did not have to do. Yeah. yeah. Now our Helpful. viewers don't either. Folks. <laughs> if our viewers have any fun dreams you want to share with us, comment. That's below. true. Tweet yeah. us your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> do we have a Twitter account? We do. We do. Oh, I didn't even know this. I'm this the only follower. <laughs> I didn't know that either. Public okay. Access Inc. Okay. Even though we're not incorporated, I, I just couldn't fit productions <laughs> into the Twitter handle and Public Access was already taken, so I punted. That's maybe why we don't have any. It's actually on our Facebook banner page. Oh, nice. Oh, that's right. The at is, yeah, well, but it's not have, a link, so. And if you have a Twitter and feel like following a really stupid Public Access Hashtag page, tweet your dreams. Hashtag tweet your dreams. We hey, go. we started a hashtag. We could start a trend. Does anybody Little. tweet still? Nathan does. I do. I Austin, do. Austin, do you tweet? I have never tweeted except for stuff for work for organizations. Oh, like cool. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, I don't tweet either. Well, follow us on Instagram where we're yes. a little more active, but not much. Um, <laughs> or, Facebook, or Facebook. Where we're a little, quite a bit more. Yeah, because we, weekly, we one could even say. Yeah. yeah, I'll respond to your comments. I'm on there. Yeah, me too. Austin's on there. Mm-hmm. We're liking would, stuff. I'll read the comment. Yeah. <laughs> we will print them I out and read them on the show if they're the terrible comment, enough. But somebody will tell me um, about it, I'm sure. <laughs> if you want to find us somewhere else, you can find us on Apple uh, Podcasts or Google Play Music. Um, also possibly Spotify and definitely on our website, jeffandjosh.net. You can check out our episodes one day early. They will come on Sunday mornings instead of Monday mornings. Um, and then if you want to buy a shirt, support the show, uh, you can click on that little shopping cart icon or go to store.jeffandjosh.net or I think publicaccess.productions. Yeah. We have that domain now. Uh, so you can go to any of those addresses. I'm trying to make it really easy for people to buy shirts here. Um, Mm -hmm. buy a shirt, but anyways, if you want to put us on your body, you can do that. (laughs) Um, but yeah, anyways, thanks for joining us and, uh, we will be here next time. Hopefully not dreaming about Barney. So here we go. Thanks for doing all that research. Yeah, yeah. yeah. actually really a lot of it, it was from neuro, uh, neuroscience and mental illness. Like class. a class you took? Ooh, that's super cool. Look at that. The cold college education. Oh, yeah.